welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. This week, Emma Louise is off to the National Archives in Richmond, and Adam's off to Fairy Tale Farm in Chipping Norton. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. This week, Emma's off to the National Archives in London. Now, this summer, they've got a free, fun-filled family exhibition called Spirit of Invention, and Emma Louise is about to explore extraordinary creations from the Victorian era to the present day. They've got loads, from a hover bike to a robot jellyfish, a bionic arm, a gentleman's top hat, and an early model of a telephone as well. I'm very excited about this, so let's find out more. Welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast from Fun Kids that is full of stuff to do. It's Emma Louise here with you for today's podcast. And right now, I am inside the National Archives to find out all about their Spirit of Invention exhibition. It is a fun, free design exhibition at the National Archives that I think will inspire you to discover your inner inventor. I'm about to go in and find out more, just so I know for sure. My name is Marnie botwright Rance, and I'm an interpretation developer. So, what can you tell me about this exhibition, please? So, this exhibition is all about inventing. So, it's called The Spirit of Invention, and it is free, it is fun, and it is interactive, and it's open now until the 29th of October. Uh, So, it's all about celebrating creativity. So, what that really means is uh, coming up with ideas, uh, coming up with um, inventions, and it's looking at our Victorian records that we've got here on site at the National Archives and uh, 21st century uh, inventions that we've got here and it teaches us how to be inventors in the 21st century. Okay, so we've got five scenes in the exhibition and these have actually all been pulled together by um, the help of my co-curators who are a group of 10, 9 to 10 year olds from a local local primary school. Uh, So we've got five themes. So we've got the home, we've got communication, we've got wearable inventions, the environment, which is obviously a very big topic at the moment, and we've got uh, travelling and exploring. So the first section you come to when you come into the exhibition is the home. And this is all about how we design things for our homes today and how the Victorians design things for their homes to make them safe, to make them comfortable um, and to make them really theirs. Uh, So what you'll see in this section is you'll see a group of or a selection of lots of different kinds of inventions uh, ranging from um, uh, lamps that are made from mushrooms and we've got a a little... uh, a kind of a home security device designed by a 12 year old Um, so the point here really is that anybody can be an inventor whether you are a researcher whether you're an engineer or whether you're a 12 year old who just has a really good idea what else do you love in this room what's what are your favorite inventions in here so i think one of my favorites would be um the youtuber colin furs's hover bike you wanted me to fly so i've made this it has no steering it has no brakes it's got two accelerators and not even a seat but can someone with no engineering quality and no experience of flying makes something that actually leaves the ground. It's the Colin Firth Hoverby! actually have um, one of the broken prototypes from one of the testing uh, tests that he did. He actually b- uh, broke 12 pr- uh, propellers um, as he was going along um, on his journey for the six weeks that he was making the hoverbike. Uh, and 
it is such an interesting looking thing. It's quite big. Um, what's quite scary about it is it doesn't actually have a seat and it doesn't have any brakes and it doesn't have any steering. So the only way you can move it is by shifting your weight from left to right or forwards to make it kind of go forwards or you know left or right. So it's quite a remarkable looking thing. I don't think I would get on it. I'm not sure about you. It looks a bit dangerous for me. Um, but you can see actually in the in the exhibition um, some film of him flying it around his garden and around a field. And I do fear for him when he's wearing his he's wearing a tie, and I do fear for him when I look at that and the propellers together. Can I just say I love how there's a combination of Victorian inventions and new ones. It's really nice to see them side by side, and also see some similarities as well. I think there's some stuff that I've seen. I had a little look earlier. There's some stuff that I've seen that could easily be invented now that actually is in the Victorian section that they're old ones so i've seen loads of stuff that looks really interactive which is not actually that common in exhibitions like i came in and saw a massive seesaw i've seen a big um, inventors gallery i want to know what are the ways people can come in and get involved what we really want people to do is come into the exhibition um, we want them to have a go we want them to be as close as possible to the objects touch them where they can touch them and uh, try things on um, so we do have actually a little set of uh, glasses they're called x-ray glass and you can uh, you can try those on the exhibition and they actually live subtitle uh, speech as it's kind of happening in real time so they're really good for people who have hearing difficulties but they're also just really fun to try um, we've also got this uh, we've we commissioned uh, from a, a maker um, a it's called a telepipe and that's a communication device that runs around the gallery um, and you can communicate to different stations um, inside the gallery and it's got bells and buzzers uh, and it actually doesn't run it's a bit like a cup on a string it's uh, it runs with no electricity so you just speak down the the tube and the other person at their end can hear so there's lots of things like that to do the other thing that we really hope people do is actually come up with their own design their own invention design when they're in the exhibition and we've got a inventors gallery in the center of the space where you can sit down uh, you can draw out an invention you can write what it is you can leave your name and your age if you want to and you can stick it up in the centre of the um, exhibition gallery. And what we're doing is we're going to be making a handful of those um, as prototypes um, and they will go on display in the exhibition alongside our records, Victorian records and some of these 21st century designs. Thanks, Emma-Louise. Just search for Spirit of Invention to find out more and the exhibition is totally free and it's open until the 29th of October. Now, elsewhere in the country is Adam. He's at Fairy Tale Farm in Oxfordshire, so let's find out what all of that's about. I'm Nick Leister. I'm the owner of Fairy Tale Farm. So, Fairy Tale Farm is a sort of, I suppose, uh, it's a farm attraction with animals and play, but as you can tell by the name, Fairy Tale, it's got a little bit of a fairy tale theme, so we've got lots of. Uh, fairy tale characters, lots of interactive displays, things where you press buttons and things happen, and lots of uh, themed fairy tale themed play areas as well. Nick, you've just pushed a button and all of a sudden we're watching uh, a water fountain display timed to music. Tell me, what's going on? That's it. So when you walk up to it, it just looks like an ordinary fountain in the garden. But when you press the button, uh, it basically the fountain t dances to the music. So uh, you press the button uh, and it starts to dance in tune with the, with the music. 
And there are so many things like that. We're kind of halfway on the trail now. Uh, just talk to me about some of the other things that we've seen. Well, you've already passed the, the mermaid garden with the uh, various sea creatures, again, with buttons you can press. You've also passed the giant's camera, which uh, takes a photograph and you can email it to yourself. And of course, the Ni Niagara Falls water play, which uh, is always popular at this time of year, where you can uh, pour water down various channels of water wheels and dams. The kids love that. So many things to press and do here, I love it. People powered music, I love it. And more chimes inside. Talk to me about your favorite part of the entire park. What do you like the most here? It would probably be, I have to say, our newest area, which we only opened two weeks ago, which is called Fairy Down, which I'll show you shortly, which is a brand new themed play area where it cost us £250,000, and uh, so I hope I like it. Um, and it's where, when you enter the playground, you're basically shrunk to the size of a fairy. So you've got giant mushrooms and toadstools, uh, the blades of grass are taller than you, and it's a, a real uh, sort of immersive themed play experience, which has gone down really well. down on the farm as the farm manager looking out for all the little animals and the big ones causing all the trouble as well for everybody to see fairy tale farms are not only this nice location for for the animals and everybody to see it's also for the kids so they can interact and learn about all the different things uh, how it takes to look after these animals all the hardships but also the perks as you go along really um, but yeah it's, it's teaching them all the different sensory parts about uh, the animals or all the, the, the plants you walk through and then they can have a bit of fun on the on the park at the same time so it's a bit of a little wonderland for everything really talk to me about your favorite animal then in fact tell me tell me what we've got here first so throughout the farm we've got quite a variety so we go from geese turkeys ducks there's all plenty of different stories we've got alpacas that have been on tv they've been on this morning bbc news psychic alpacas um, we've got a turkey that's probably one of the largest turkeys on earth she was actually bought for two and a half thousand pounds to stop her from being eaten as christmas dinner uh, and then a lady brought her here because she decided that she had no clue what to do with the turkey um, then you've got loads of different other things like the, the ducks here these are all reared here so the kids get to play and have a cuddle with them um, our handling sessions uh, so we get our rabbits and our guinea pigs out and the chicks and they get to all have a little cuddle get used to people so these are all used to people as being their parents basically so a lot of them all trained to a whistle uh, and just today uh, we've actually got a baby goat that's just been born as well which is also another bit of uh, trauma for the mum this morning pushing her out uh, but at the same time you've got the the pretty little baby that's come out the other end of it so yeah there's plenty of odd things that happen but <laughs> fun at the same time And just like that, we're done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner. Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online on the free Fun Kids mobile app, and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.